Welcome to Jason and the Movie Knots, the latest adventure in our rewatch of the Marvel movies. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Carlos Rodella. And we are discussing Captain America, the Winter Soldier. We sure are. Carlos, I think this is the best movie we've seen so far in the series. In, in your opinion? opinion? Yeah. Hmm. I really enjoyed this. Like it had me interested from the very beginning to the end. It felt less like a Marvel movie and more like a true action film. And there's a few sequences that I'm sure we'll get to that I thought were really dramatic and filmed extremely well. I agree and disagree. I do agree with what you just, just said, which is that it's an action movie. And I feel like I thought that, that the whole time, you know, besides Nick Fury showing up and Black Widow showing up and Falcon at some point showing up, it did feel like an action movie first. Yeah. Yeah. Even the heroes. I mean, it, it is a group of heroes, right? Basically, are centered around the four of them. But they're, I don't know, you could easily see this change to a James Bond movie and have it work just the same. Right. And at the heart of it, though, at the heart of it is the friendships between uh, the four main characters, between Sam, Natasha, Steve, and Nick. Right? Yeah. They're, they're right there at the center of it. And I think that kind of gives the movie a lot of its momentum. Now, it does kind of fall down the third act to me a little bit. But it starts in such a nice way, really starting with character, and it ends in such a nice way, ending with character. It kind of echoes a lot of the stuff that you liked about the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV series. Right. It does feel like the TV series. It's interesting. It feels like we're like, uh, what's it called? Binge watching a, a whole series of, you know, the Winter Soldier and Falcon, uh, but with also Captain America and Black Widow and mm -hmm. Nick Fury. And by the way, yeah, the Winter Soldier is another addition, and it is a, a tight group of people in this whole movie uh, that you're focused around, and it feels like an action movie. But like you said, that third act is an adventure movie or something. You know, the third act with the helicarrier and everything, yeah, which we'll get to. It just feels like now we're in a superhero movie, right? Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely starts and has a lot of that character stuff in it. Do you want to start with your walkthrough like you always like to do? Oh yeah, my uh, my walkthrough of the whole movie itself. You mean? Yeah. Uh, but, but before I, I finish uh, pre podcast, I mentioned to you that Captain America really doesn't do anything for me. Like, even though we'll say some positives here, we'll say some negatives in general. I don't know what I gave the last one. What did I give? Um, we should write these numbers down somewhere, but we're like not going to do any of that. Wing it as we go. I know, but I didn't give it a high score. I mean, Captain America, he just as a superhero doesn't really do anything for me i think it was like a seven for you yeah it sounds about right and i think that's even a little high so i'm just prefacing before we go through this that all of it felt like an action movie i agree with you there was some good character stuff i like black widow i like the winter soldier more than captain america so and like you said it really reminded me of the tv show but i still can't get excited about captain america so i'm just putting that out there okay Okay. Uh, you think he's too bland, too uh, uninteresting? Hello. Yeah, pretty much like Joe Schmo. I'm Mr. America, literally. Blonde hair, blue eyes, I think. I don't know what color his eyes yeah. are. And, so. you know, I just, how, I'm, how tired am I of that, you know, character or caricature or something? So it, it doesn't do anything. It didn't do anything for me in the comics either, but I digress. Well, I think that's the interesting, I think that's the, 
the part that, about this movie that's kind of interesting is that he is the least interesting character among the rest of them. I was he a sure lot is. more interested in Natasha and Sam, and yep. especially in the Winter Soldier himself, yeah. than I was with Steve Rogers. And I think part of that is he is kind of this bland kind of grandfather transported to modern day. The only yeah. part that really showed a lot of personality is when he and the Black Widow were bantering about his love life. Oh, right. Yeah, a little bit. And then again, you're like, what about that a girl sneak. in accounting, Vicky? She's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, you remember my whole checklist for Marvel movies that I like that I've decided from this podcast is levity and comedy. And this one really doesn't have that in it. It, like you said, there's a couple little moments, but it's a lot of it's just action time. It starts light, though. It starts it's like let's that get, wonderful let's... sequence of Captain America doing laps around the reflecting pool by Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. And Sam is like running much slower than he is, but the guys immediately bond as they're doing it. I think that whole little five minute sequence up until Natasha picks him up in the sports car is like a lot of fun and kind of shows a lot of the character of both of them. Yeah. It's nice. I'll give you that. It's nice. As you can see, there's a there's a theme here. Hold yourself back, Carlos. Don't don't get too enthusiastic. Jeez, I won't. At some point, though, uh, to could move along because there is a lot of action that happens in this movie. Uh, Black Widow is introduced, and they go to take out uh, George Saint Pierre. By the way, plays George, or however you say it. And is it kind of a he's Canadian in real life? George Saint Pierre. He's a rest a UFC fighter. Okay, but he's in this movie. He's called Batrock. Mm-hmm. But I think it's uh, George Batrock. Mm-hmm. Or how do you say it? Jorge? No, that's just Spanish. Yeah, I think it's George. George, that's right. I knew it was something. And so Batrock is like the bad guy. And that was fun to see because, as you know, we've talked about before, we were watching a lot of the series and Falcon and Winter Soldier had him in it. So it was interesting to see him all the way back then, you know, going to be a character. Because I did not really realize that when I saw the TV show. I was like, Oh, there's GSP, but I had seen him before, apparently. Yeah, this this whole movie had a lot of little echoes like that. I was going to ask you about, we get Sharon Carter in this movie, too. I was mm-hmm. going to ask you if it feels like she is, spoilers, by the way, for Falcon the Winter Soldier. Does it feel like she's going to become the master planner based on what we see of her here? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. It is interesting to see them introduced, though. I like that. Like, mm-hmm. well, again, for someone who's seen almost everything now and is rewatching it, it's like we're trying to put those things together, you know, like the red strings. It was kind of funny where she appears first as his neighbor across the hall, Steve's neighbor oh, that's across right. the hall. And like, I immediately, I'm like, no, that's Agent 13. This isn't, this isn't some random stranger cute yeah. girl across the hall. And, uh, She's the one who's going to actually be important in his life. It's it's but, great. I like, yeah. And it seems like everyone in Captain America's life has some secret and they're actually a spy of some sort or other. No one is who they seem on the surface. And to your point about him being bland, like, wouldn't that kind of freak you out a little bit if like right. everyone had a second life? Well, we get into it. I mean, that's what this movie is. I was actually, on this great segue because... You know, there's this thing that they talked to Fury at some point here about Project Insight and also introduces Alexander Pierce, who is Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. And I can only see him as Robert Redford. We talked yeah. about that before. Certain actors, you're just like, well, that's just Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. He's not Alexander Pierce. But speaking to your point of like all these different secrets going on, 
there's so many secrets and a lot of them in this movie is really centered around Hydra. And right. the idea that there's like some secrets going on behind Steve Rogers' back, uh, besides just like other people in his life, but this big kind of, you know, conspiracy with like this huge organization. And then at some point, Winter Soldier, working on the behalf of Hydra, shows up in a tax fury, because that happens early on. Yeah, let's I've- talk about that, because that's what, that's I think the best. So first of all, we, we kind of glossed past the attack on the boat. And oh, that's right. That's America's bat- fight with Batrock. Yeah. Again, like if there had been no costumes, if this had been a Fast and the Furious movie or something, I think we would have just said, yeah, this is a really cool action scene. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is true of the scene where Nick Fury is chased through the streets of Washington, D.C. and eventually attacked by Winter Soldier. Like those are just really solid, fun action scenes notwithstanding costumes right the cars it's like car chases and stuff right like yeah like the cars all line up and there's that yeah and then they get him and stuff it just feels like yeah like you said a james bond movie uh and all that's going on because why is that all happening because hydra essentially spoiler i guess is you know has this huge plan to get rid of people who oppose it and i have a question for you we're going on a quick tangent here uh because at some point Captain America and Black Widow are supposed to go to wake up Zola, which we'll get to. But I think that they maybe talk about it later, but I was still confused on what Hydra wanted. It seemed like they wanted to get rid of everybody who opposed them. I was a little confused on what, what their And then, their and then there's MO another is. part when they're confronting Zola where he's like, we'll kill 6 million to save the rest of the world or something like that. Right. But what but what are they doing? Oh, some sort of weird genocidal plan, but yeah, I didn't quite pick up on that. And they, I, they 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 try to tell us two times in the movie because I have some notes here later where they talk about it again, and I still didn't get it. Like, I, by the way, and I'm, I'm I'll let you answer. Have this with an asterisk of what you know about the comics and Hydra. Well, Hydra in the comics, it's always kind of amorphous what they're all about, right? Yeah, asterisk. Okay, my fingers are in an asterisk sign. I, I'm, I'm not clear about it. It, it kind of doesn't matter, I guess. It doesn't, though? Because it made me, it, it, like, similar to, like, the last movie we talked about, which was, what was our last movie? Thor. Thor the Dark World. I got a little confused when I didn't know, like, what, it literally confused in my notes and where the plot was going or where or why people had different, like, initiatives and stuff. And so that's what I felt like a little bit with this one, because with Hydra, I didn't know what they were trying to do. I think the Robert Redford character wanted to commit some sort of false flag crime using the helicarriers to kill people so that the world will come together under the auspices of Hydra. That makes sense to me by you saying it that way, but I feel like I didn't get that as much in the- Because film. that would explain why they were fighting those helicarriers later on in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the avengers superhero part. Well, we'll get to that. Let's 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 jump back to uh, Winter Soldier, uh, not Winter Soldier. Uh, Captain America and Black Widow go wake up Zola, which is an AI type thing situation. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I thought having this creature wake up inside the computer and have it be essentially living inside the computers, and yeah, you know, they have that line about oh, you're just backed up on tape drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just made me laugh. But you know, he ends up being really powerful, and he kind of nukes the whole base that captain america was trained on yeah and they and get again, out there's just fun 
back and forth between Cap and the Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson, by the way, is just so fun in this movie. We're going to get a whole movie of her soon. So She's that's going to be great fun. At, it, this is also where it's been really fun watching these movies in order because she first appears in Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. And then and that kind of introduces herself her as this kind of secret agent. And then they build on that in Avengers, build on that more in Avenger in uh, Iron Man 3, and then build on it still more here in Winter Soldier. She's like this through line in a lot in all these movies. She's in Hulk too. Yeah. Yeah. So she is coming up a lot. Wow. Yeah, that's right. But I think that yeah, she has a good like supporting role in this one. Mm-hmm. And a really cool scene at the end we'll get to uh, that I like a lot. She's so, a good fighting partner for Captain America. Yeah. And I like that little segue, by the way. I like the whole Zola se- segue. Um, and in fact, when they're attacking the ship, she has her own agenda, too, that's against Captain America's. Right. That so, happens really. Yeah. So there's there's like that nice element to it. And then also, uh, you know, she's, she's able to hold her own in the battles. Anyway, um, I just think she's a, a good character and really interesting kind of through line for the whole story yeah and it, again like i said it really made me uh excited for the movie because i just want to see yeah just her story and, and remember it's a past story that's coming out mm-hmm. uh, about uh, black widow so at some point sam wilson shows up falcon shows up and then again it's like we're into the tv series and winter soldier soldier shows up again where captain american learns it learns it is bucky barnes because before he didn't know that Mm-hmm. And so that's a big realization. Uh, also, Fury faked his death at some point there when he got attacked again. So I'm not sure little, why he did that. Yeah, I was a little confused by that whole bit. Yeah, he's like on the operating table and then he's, he's fine. I don't know. I think it's so he could actually go undercover and have them think he wasn't, he wasn't alive. Yeah. So he could kind of skulk around in the background. Yeah, that, that kind of lame. stuff, when it gets a little too much, actually, which is ironic, when it gets too comic booky for me, yeah, you know, like as you know, comic book aficionado and author of uh, many books about them, they can get because they're trying to cram a bunch of stuff in a comic book. In my opinion, they can get a little wordy. They can get a little uh, dis- uh, expositiony. Like, oh, here's uh-huh. a bunch of things that happened. And sometimes the Marvel movies will do that. And when they do, usually is when I start falling asleep or kind of zoning out. So, yeah, if there's too many like, I did this because of this reason that you'll find out about later. I, I don't uh-huh. you know. So is that one of your criticisms of this movie? Like people just do things and eventually you find out why they do things, but at the time it's not well explained and it just kind of leaves you like with this kind of disjointed experience? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I mean, I didn't, I'm already out in the beginning because I don't really care about Captain America. Then I also, it's an action movie, which is fun, but I'm not really... You know, I out of Avenger movie or a, out of a superhero movie, Marvel movie, I want some comedy. I want some like superhero stuff happening and then some character development. But this one's just like you said, a straight action movie, it feels like. And if I'm not into the characters and if they're also hiding a lot of secrets that I don't I'm kind of confused on. Yeah, it just doesn't make it like the most fun for me. But anyways, I digress. There's a helicarrier scene we can get to. That's pretty much the ending about this huge plot, like you said, for Hydra to, again, essentially do a false flag. And uh, there's a big fight. And, of course, the part that I really did like is when Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, fights Captain America because Captain America won't fight back. Yeah. Just 
really cool. Actually, I like that scene a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's just getting beat to a pulp. And then obviously Bucky Barnes realizes he shouldn't kill him. And then he saves him, essentially. He like saves him out of the water or whatever. That was a pretty good scene, I think. I agree. I agree. And the friendship really came through. Yeah. A little bit of flashback. We get to them being friends as kids. Yep. Gives it a little more power. And, you know, they, they have a lot of stuff at the very beginning about Cap feeling alone in the world. There's no one who can relate to his experiences. And now suddenly he has his friend back who we can be once again, best friends with, and who he has this commonality with. Right. They're both trying to figure out what this modern world is about now. So it's not just about them defeating the conspiracy led by Robert Redford. It's also about them kind of recapturing kind of a lost friendship, lost love in a way. I'm glad you brought that up. Here is kind of a final takeaway. And well, I want to get to one of the Black Widow scenes though, but what you just said is more entertaining to me. And that's why, as you can see, I asterisked the, the fight between him and Bucky Barnes. That's more interesting to me, and that development's more interesting to me than anything Robert Redford or GSP, the mm-hmm. UFC fighter, is doing. Like, I think that stuff just got in the way. And Nick Fury doing like secret Nick Fury things, I guess, was interesting. I like the Zola scene, the old, you know, the AI kind of scene. But it just feels like the middle felt a little chunky of stuff that I didn't need. And I'd much rather have it be Captain America and the Winter Soldier movie about those two. You know, and like have the have the combat in the beginning or combat in the middle where like he's got to fight him or something. Have that happen in the middle of the movie, right? It seems crazy to say Robert Redford was one of the weakest elements of any movie, but I just didn't buy him here. It felt no, like I he was either. kind of sleepwalking a little bit. Yeah. What What did he add? You know, like he he's a great actor and I don't think he added any acting part to this. So then just pick anybody else to be it. No, I, I I agree completely. I think he just is, there's nothing the movie gets out of having him in the movie, having mm-hmm. him here. Oh, by the way, right around that time before he dies, because he dies in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, so there's no more Robert Redford anymore, is uh, Black Widow does that really cool disguise battle. Uh-huh. Remember? That's my like one of my favorite parts, because it's like an older woman just beating up a bunch of people. When she walks into surprise. the carrier and has this electronic mask over her face and pulls it off and says, surprise. Yeah, I thought that was outstanding. That was so fun. I want more of that. I don't know. I guess we're both just saying we want more of Black Widow and we're going to get it. Um, It's it's funny. uh, I've just pulled up on Letterboxd, which is, you know, the the social media site for movies. hmm. Uh, I looked up Robert Redford's most popular movies. His fifth most popular movie is Endgame. His seventh most popular movie is Winter Soldier. Really? Yeah. Wasn't he in Bonding? No, not I Bonding. Have, I have rating. Oh, okay. That was someone else. I'm thinking of somebody else. He was in The Natural. I mean, he's like, he's a, yeah, huge, yeah, huge actor. in The Natural. Anyway. Well, he's not in anything anymore in these universe, the MCU, because he's, he's gone. He's- uh, so then Fury goes looking for Hydra. Uh, oh, this is my favorite part. It's the uh, post credits or like the, the in in the credits. One of these. There's two credit scenes. Mm-hmm. And not my favorite part, but I was very excited to see Wanda. Yeah, and we get to see her in a lab, and that was really cool. The mid credit scene, which is we get to see Wanda and Quicksilver, just for a cameo. Yep. 
which is just fun. Yeah. Well, and it's full circle for why we started this whole podcast series mm -hmm. is because like literally one division was the genesis of it. So I I'm, I'm looking forward to see more adventure movies with her in it. I think she's in two or three more and you know, now knowing what I know now from the series is coming up in three weeks. Okay. And then we have uh, a post post credits, which was winter soldier looking at a memorial. I don't know. That was really quick. And I think uneventful, right? Did they yeah, hang out? uneventful. Yeah. So that's the movie. I think we did a pretty good job of going through it. And I think we kind of came to some commonalities. What are the fact is we did like Captain America and Bucky Barnes relationship. We both like Black Widow. We both thought it was an action movie and it was a good action movie. I was just more bored with it than you were, I think. Yeah, I give it an 8.5. Ooh, that's pretty high. Well, I started saying high. it's I, I liked it the best of all the Marvel movies we've watched so far. I'll stand behind that. So I gave, I think, the original Captain America that we watched. We only watched one so far, right? This is the second one? Yeah. The first one, I think I gave a seven, which was, I think, because I liked it was an origin story. That's right. Remember? Right. I gave extra points for that because I didn't mm -hmm. care for Captain America. This was not an origin story. This was a basically a Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. In my, you know, my opinion, it felt like that. Now it does. I, yeah. I'm going to give it a, a six. Wow. Okay. So we diverge. Maybe pretty maybe 6.5 hold on there's enough like couple scenes that i liked and as we're talking about it i like the action 6.5 okay i will give it a 6.5 yep okay so it's less of a divergence than we had the last two weeks with iron man 3 and thor the dark world oh why that was much more of a difference yeah much more of yeah. a difference those last two weeks next week we get to one of my favorite marvel movies maybe definitely in my top three guardians of the galaxy oh this is gonna be fun i feel like i've been waiting for this just this uh -huh. whole time <laughs> because i don't think i had watched i don't think i've watched this one since it came out i've seen it at least once and every time it just makes me smile all the way through oh it's a yeah it's a smiling movie plus what's his butt uh the main actor chris pratt chris pratt so interesting to see him come from park and rec that series where he was more chubby, more akin to my own size. <laughs> <laughs> and then he became like this ripped dude. He probably worked out for the movie and then just stayed worked out and then got a million movies where he was more the leading actor guy. His comedy skills are so on display. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, he was park and rec funny guy and he brought the, them over. Yeah. So what do you think you're going to rate it? at least an eight, if not 8.5 or nine. I was thinking the same 8.5 or nine. Yeah, I think it might go to nine if I'm like, because I, I now I know what to reiterate what I love out of a Marvel movie. And it's got all those. It's, it's like a Ragnarok. You know, if I put them in categories right now, I like The Last Avengers. I like Ragnarok. I like this. this I like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. I think I remember liking one better than two as well. So... I think it's going to be a nine. It's got characters. It's got heart. It's got fun adventure. It's got supernatural or superhero type stuff. Yeah. It's got Groot. Come on. Forget about it. Oh, yeah. And then what's this guy? The, the Batista guy, the actor Batista. Yeah. 
he he plays whatever that character's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and him, his just relationship with everybody is already makes me smile. You know, he's just mad. He's like a Hulk, you know, he's like mad at everybody. Okay, now we're just going to jump right into the review of Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of this episode. <laughs> Tune in next week. You can tell Tune we have a lot to week. say about it. Yeah. Thanks, Carlos. Where Thank can people you. find you? TikTok. TikTok. Go to TikTok. It's uh, at Video Game Sketch. That's where my comedy is. And don't forget to rate and review and subscribe. Do it. <laughs>